You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. In this week's episode, Mia Khalifa exposed, Jon Stewart gets dropped, Apple is selling ads, Wondery going fast on Amazon. Suge Knight from behind bars, Spotify break even, and cereal back in your feed. G'day, Stocks. How wonderful to see you, mate. Great to see you too, man. It looks a little dark there for uh, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Oh, we're fast approaching 8 a.m. It's uh, currently 12.2. The light hasn't quite come out yet, though it's showing signs of life. Uh, I think this is life in, in Scotland as we step closer towards the winter, away from the tail end of summer. Lovely, beautiful. But I love that you've pulled the blind over there in the studio in solidarity. This is a very, very friendly thing to do. I wouldn't want to rub it in that it's a sunny day in Sydney. (laughs) Well, we've had a couple here, so it's been nice. I think sunny days and and 10 degrees is probably about as good as we're going to get for a little while. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it while while it's around. Excellent. You're making friends? I'm making lots of friends uh, down at the kids' playground. Um, I'm watching Margot run up and down slides. She's probably my bestie in in Scotland at the moment, outside of my wife and and family. So, yeah, maybe I'll make some connections at playgroups. I've got a kids' dance class coming up on Friday, which I'm looking forward to. Should be a good little little weekend. Uh, Captain Daddington, yes. Captain Daddington, that's right. Yeah, I've got plenty of tales to tell from, from Dad Island. But yeah, look, it's uh, it's afforded me a little bit of time to listen to some podcasts and, and really check in with my friends in the uh, podcasting world. Brilliant. Well, I missed you last week. It's good to have you back. And I'm sure the listeners will be glad to have you back and actually have some decent content instead of me just rabbiting on. Well, there's a good little interview with Prithi there. So I think, uh, yeah, definitely an enjoyable one, certainly from our Spotify theoretical overlords. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Well, look, there's some big news this week. A bit of a a sort of titillating story, if you will, to begin with. Uh, Mia Khalifa has been dropped from Playboy podcasting deal after Israel-Palestine comments. I mean, this is pretty big news, I think. Oh, it's massive, huh? I mean, Mia Khalifa, if you don't know, the former adult content creator, porn star, let's not mince words here, Uh also become a media personality, Uh, quite controversial, I guess. She is uh, of Lebanese descent, and she really, her porn persona was that of, uh, I guess, very much leaning into forbidden fruit in terms of being an Arab woman. I do believe there was a fatwa put out on her. Yeah. Very controversial. She uh, decided to choose a quieter life and I believe ended up working as a bookkeeper in a construction company, a small family construction company. Really disappeared for a while. I remember hearing her on the Lance Armstrong podcast and she was brilliant. Yeah. Playboy seen this and said, hey, look, let's make, let's make Mia a uh, podcaster. Yeah, it seems like a, a right fit for the brand. Yeah, so she's been working on the Playboy creative platform Centerfold. But uh, yeah, she made a few comments and uh, basically Playboy hit the roof and uh, yeah, it's uh, all gone Pete Tong. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, you're so used to this in the mainstream media, I, I guess, you know, your traditional media, where people might make off-color comments or, or whatever, you know, chime in on, on some um, with their opinion on something that, you know, doesn't really resonate with the public or advertisers more importantly. And 
and they get cancelled. You don't hear it happening all that often in podcasting because they are independent. People, you know, they're generally their own channels, but this is quite a, a big topic around the world at the moment. And I don't think, you know, either of us are, are too willing to kind of get in and, and give our own opinions on the, the whole situation you know, for the sake of this podcast. You're getting nothing from me here, yeah. Yeah, Mir obviously has, and, and this has been the, the result. Um, you know, the, the comments have been described as disgusting and, and reprehensible. So, I mean, you know, she is employed by someone. She is an, an independent operator there. So, I guess, you know, that comes with the territory. Yeah, they basically accused Mir of going on her social channels and uh, celebrating Hamas's attacks on Israel and the murder of innocent people. Uh, so, they did delete her channel on the creator platform. And Mia's basically shot back and said, look, I just want to make it clear that this statement in no way or shape or form is enticing the spread of violence. I specifically said freedom fighters because that's what Palestinian citizens are, fighting for freedom every day. Playboy came back and said, look, Mia's made disgusting, as you said, this disgusting comment celebrating Hamas attacks on Israel and the murder of innocent men and women. And in Playboy, we encourage free expression and constructive political debate, but we have zero tolerance policy for hate speech. We expect Mia to understand her words and actions have consequences. She's come back and said some pretty red hot stuff about, I didn't realize I was working for these Zionists, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. And so um, I think that's where we'll tail off on this, this conversation. <laughs> Respectfully back away. But it, look, it does tie in nicely to a, another story we've got going on. John Stewart, who has his TV show and podcast, The Problem with John Stewart. He and Apple are parting ways over creative differences. Apparently, John Stewart's intention to cover topics such as AI and China um, has got Apple clutching their pearls. And they've just gone, see you later, John, we're out. Yeah, I mean, look, John Stewart at one time was one of the most bankable stars in in television. You know, I mean, his Daily Show ran for years. It was the sort of late night show. It paved the way for John Oliver, just and you know Trevor Noah to name a couple. But this is incredible. I mean, you know, Apple wants to be seen as as being pretty liberal, I suppose, left leaning, I guess. But certainly having this this big talent attached to their brand and, and for them to kind of pull out of this is an interesting move. Yeah, it was an absolute coup that they got him on TV again. Uh, the show was quite woke. If you've seen the show, mm. the opening credits are sort of Stuart and his writers of who look like a Benetton calendar of uh, ethnic diversity and, and cool hipster New York Village style, uh, Greenwich Village style people all spitballing about what they're going to talk about that week. So, look, the show had definitely gone down that quite woke vibe is what they were looking at. The content was great, um, but Stuart had been accused in the past of uh, being overly white uh, in with his writing room. So this was a bit of a kind of, you know, really put it front and center saying, I'm not, here you go, look at the... Look at the diversity. The yeah, exa- <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's interesting because Apple has made moves to not be manufacturing as much in China, started making stuff mm. in India. Um, it's interesting that they don't want a show on their platform that might be irritating China in some way. Or even critical of AI. Yeah, the AI thing I don't get. The podcast seems to be much more successful than the TV show. So I'm sure John can find it, uh, easily find a home for his podcast wherever he wants or maybe he just doesn't need it because he's sitting on so much money. Yeah, I think maybe the latter might be the the result there. I think he'll probably hang up the boots and think, is it worth the is the juice worth the squeeze? Although that said, you know, I mean, he's a pretty driven guy, so we'll see. Maybe you can make another mediocre movie about a really cool topic. Yeah, I think definitely the uh, TV shows and podcasting are his lane, not so much the movies. Love him though. Apple is considering selling ads on its original shows. I mean, Apple does have over a hundred original shows. 
uh, that they've commissioned. That's not really in the same realm as what Spotify's done. They're considering selling ads on their own podcast like The Line, Hooked, and Run Bambi Run, and they'll just to help generate more revenue. It seems like a no-brainer. There is a sort of potential dilemma with Apple's really taking this strong stance on privacy ever since the sort of yeah. the fappening and that whole iCloud disaster of everyone's personal photos being being leaked out. Um, so they've really lent into the privacy angle. So advertising that's targeting based on some of your personal data is sort of a conflict in what they do. And Apple's never really been an ad-based company. So mm. it, it, it's interesting. Well, I think no doubt they'll squeeze in the, the something new in the T's and C's that everyone spends so much time reading when they accept any new updates that happen on any part of the Apple platform. Yeah, yeah. And there's always someone who goes through them all and points it all out. But look, Apple's dominant player in podcasting with its app, its directory, it produces high-quality shows as well. Some have been adapted to TV. So, you know, it makes sense. They don't need the money, but you might as well get into that space and have that functionality on your platform. Yeah, I mean, that's it, it, a good point that they don't need the money. So, you wonder why you would do it because it is a bit of a point of difference between them and, and Spotify and I suppose more so with their own original programming, you know, and as you mentioned, they don't have a whole lot. But... Yeah, it just seems like it's going to kind of reduce the overall quality of those shows a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they've got to hold the line like we have, right? We refuse to sell out and we refuse to have sponsorship on this show because we want to give the people what they want. You know, we'll stay strong. Apple's fallen, but we will stay strong, Stocks. I love it. Look, and there's one other thing with Apple. Apple Podcasts has uh, had a download policy change. So Apple Podcasts has changed how it counts downloads for shows that users follow but stop listening to it for a while. Apple apps now no longer download the unplayed back catalogue of an episode when users resume listening. Uh, what this basically means is this impact on networks and advertisers. It could reduce the expected downloads for some shows by as much as 15%, which is a significant amount. But yeah. look, I know this happens. I had my laptop run out of uh, space two weeks ago. I was thinking, what the hell's on my computer now 60 gig of podcasts all on apple Podcasts, which i don't use i don't use on my phone and i don't use on my computer and it's just legacy from when i did have some stuff i followed and these podcasts i've got i must have had 15 gig of dan carlin's hardcore history on my so five hours of pop that's probably three episodes (laughs) (laughs) so uh this has definitely been going on so that's been happening in the background as long as I've had this laptop. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I think like if people are out there and they're realizing that they've got a little less storage on their phone or laptop, maybe before you go and increase your subscription on iCloud, you uh, you should maybe remove a few of the downloads that are there. Yeah, and look, it's good for your hard drive space, obviously, but it's also a change that leads to more verification, transparency, and truth in podcasting, which is what we mm. want. We don't want these BS, oh, look, yeah, we've had tons of listens and spent, um, tons of downloads, because it's just been happening in the background of a show I don't actually listen to anymore. Yeah, you always wonder if that was like a kind of intentionally misleading um, part of the platform, really. Like if they sort of had little meetings where they were stroking, you know, cats in big chairs and thinking about how they could really pump up a, a podcasting business and by having, you know, these things automatically download and be f- fed into the results. You know, is this something that they did intentionally or is this just a bit of an accident and now they're just rectifying or it's not as nefarious at all? It's going to be interesting to look in, say, two months' time when this all plays out and just see if Apple's share of market has dropped by, say, 10%. For sure. All right, we'll keep an eye on that one. 
also Wondery. We talked about Wondery recently, how they're moving into sport with podcasts like Six Trophies, which I adore. They also have uh, – Wondery's launched three podcast fast TV channels on Amazon Freebie, which is a podcast network owned by Amazon. So what is a fast channel? It's a service that offers free access to pre-programmed video channels in exchange for watching ads during pre-scheduled breaks. For example, if you have a Samsung TV – you will have something like Samsung TV Plus, which spits out a whole bunch of channels, which are just loaded mm-hmm. with ads and you get for free as part of the service. You could almost say something like uh, SBS On Demand is a fast yep. TV service. I-, I can't watch a movie on SBS On Demand because you get these four-minute ad breaks and, just, and it's counting down. It's just punishing. Um, but yep. th- that's a fast channel. Pedestrian, I'm going tonight straight after this to Pedestrian TV is launching. So that's basically uh, a fast TV service as well, which we're putting a whole bunch of our podcasts on as well. So this is something that's happening around the world. These fast TV services are really taking off as people got the cost of living crunch. Because he lives. Yeah, because he lives and, um, and all of these bloody streaming services. Now these fast TV services are becoming really popular because it's also just turn it on and let it roll. Um, yeah. No subscription costs, and it's just it's it's not on demand. It's just always going. A lot of these stuff is basically like free to air television, right? So we've come back to the start where we started. Everyone's ditching the the cable first. They've gone over the top. Now they're ditching the streaming services and moving towards these fast channels. I mean, look, most people still have their Netflix and and their Disney Plus and and what have you. But I think this is just, you know, part of the passive viewing experience that people kind of missed with that whole free-to-air uh, system. Yeah, and these fast channels are popping up everywhere because ad buyers say they're spending more money on fast channels because it's such a cheap way to find a scaled audience programmatically, right? And Wondery has over 70 podcast shows on YouTube and it's seen massive growth in viewership on the platform. So I think they want to take this off YouTube, off Google because it's Amazon and they yeah. want to put it onto their own thing, their own platform. So of these podcast channels, there's three channels and genres that they're launching. So they've got a true crime, sports and ent- entertainment, and culture podcasts. And they'll feature exclusive ad-free episodes from Wondery's popular shows, such as Dr. Death, Business Wars, and American History Tellers. Quite interesting stuff, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what sort of shows are you guys looking to bring in? Oh, we've gone with ones which are video ones. So we've gone mm. with uh, Nico Hines and Marley Silver's When We Grow Up. And we've got another another couple that are just video first that just fit nicely on the platform. We just see it as a way of business get some more eyeballs. Uh, we do a show which is a Batuta and pedestrian TV uh, double act, the show off. And we wanted to put, that was actually created with this in mind. Like this platform, from my understanding, was supposed to have launched in February this year, just after the Australian Open tennis. So it's a little bit behind schedule as these things often are. Um, But yeah, the big launch is tonight. So it's going to be out there. Apparently advertisers are just going crazy for it. It's just the product doesn't exist. They're really pushing around music as well. So music's Mm -hmm. a big thing in this space where you can just go, I want to listen to this style of music and just let it roll. Yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, well, best of luck. Look, anyone who's out there listening and and has access to this, definitely get on board and get behind the show off. It's a great little show from the team there at Batuta. I think the strategy behind this is it's part of Wondery's strategy to expand its audience and revenue streams as well as leveraging Amazon resources and reach. They're really trying to build platforms here and just trying to go down these tried and true paths of podcast audiences, which is true crime, sport and entertainment. I mean, that's where everyone wants to get around this stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is a a big move by Amazon for sure. So I think let's keep an eye on this one and see how it goes and hopefully we can get some insider results. 
Now, the one show that might get me to set up a VPN and get on Freebies <laughs> is this podcast. It is by Suge Knight, and the podcast is called Collect Calls with Suge Knight. So, do we need to do a bit of background on Suge Knight here? I think so. I think so. Well, <laughs> it'll be fun. <laughs> so, Suge Knight started out as a football player, had a few injuries, didn't make it, became a, a bit more of a hardcore gangster, turned record label owner, uh, Death Row Records, he was famous for. He had a very interesting uh, life for a while, but he signed some big acts, Snoop Dogg, Tupac, to name a couple, Dr. Dre. Yeah, and look, his big, uh, I guess the urban myth about him is hanging uh Vanilla, vanilla ice, ice out over <laughs> off the hotel balcony a few floors up by his feet and basically getting to sign over the rights to Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, Is that the way that you guys do business over there? So you're by, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, you have a closed window policy. Yeah. Look, uh, you, if I was holding you over the edge of something, you'd be dead because I'm not, not very strong. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm not a Suge Knight style guy. <laughs> But look, needless to say, he's had his run-ins with the law, and as the name would suggest, he's currently spending his time in prison. He's in correctional facilities, and he'll be talking about his life, career, and opinions on various hip-hop topics, such as his beefs with Snoop Dogg and Master P, WAC 100, and many others. Uh, the podcast will have half-hour episodes will be released weekly in both audio and video formats, and he's basically going to be uh, calling in from prison. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested as to how the video format works, uh, given that he is in prison, but I suppose there's some sort of workaround there. Maybe it'll be like a lot of the podcasts where you see and they do an animated version of his stories or something. I don't know. Well, no, I just saw that. Yeah, I just saw the um, 1-4 documentary, which by the time this is published, it's out on the Thursday night. It'll be a worldwide release, 1-4. In that documentary, they're showing calls that from prison and it's actually video calls now so these guys get to go into rooms and they have a computer and you're actually able to do video calls from prison so i think it's going to be ah. something like that i mean that's where it's okay. all got to yeah it's a little insight Great. into how that all sort of works these days and a good little uh podcast as well as an aside uh the patuda interviewed the a couple of the guys from one four and the netflix uh documentary creator so well worth listening yeah gabe 26 year old director he's going places i'll tell you that much but yeah i'm pilled yeah shug's <laughs> never had any problem with sharing his opinions and definitely like to get sort of you know be a, a front-facing executive at the record label there in his time and, and he's definitely appeared in you know the occasional documentary over the time wondering what happened to Tupac etc etc so there's probably going to be some juicy stuff coming out of this yeah he did call into TMZ live not too long ago and said he has no intention of snitching on Keith D after Keith D was arrested in connection to uh, the Tupac Shakur murder you got to draw the line somewhere Shug you know but snitching would mean that Keith's guilty yeah maybe is there a bit of it <laughs> is that what he's implying there's a little bit of an implication there yeah yeah, yeah. All right, look, we haven't talked about Spotify. What's going on? No, well, I mean, you know, there's certainly been a lot of doom and gloom uh, about the podcasting industry shared over the past few months, I guess, a bit longer. But there's some good news coming out of their camp with uh, them announcing that they're going to be breaking even in their podcasting business, and I quote, pretty soon. Uh, in a call with investors, the Spotify CFO, Paul Vogel, has said that the company's podcasting business is on track to finally become profitable. So this is awesome news, really. I mean, you know, 
obviously there's a lot of cuts that have happened. A lot of people have lost their jobs, which is very sad. Um, but they're they're managing to get their books in order, and and this is a big sort of step forward for the podcasting business, I think, as it matures. And if it's becoming profitable, I think we're going to see some really great things coming out of podcasting, mm. as we always suspected stocks. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty soon, in your opinion, is that two quarters, two years? Where do you want to stake your stick? Yeah, God, I mean, pretty soon is pretty vague, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to say, look, I reckon it's probably going to be a couple of years, just given where they're sort of currently at. Yeah, I'll go 18 yeah. months. Yeah. 18 months. All right. The over-under is on 18 months. I'm going to go over. Brilliant. I'll go under. And one reason I'll be going under is that they've just decided they're going to raise their prices for individual premium plans by a dollar from nine ninety nine to ten ninety nine in the US. Yeah, and they've got a couple of big names off the books there, so maybe that will balance it out quicker. That won't actually affect the podcast profitability, will it? So I'm an idiot, as always. Hey, got a couple uh, fun podcasts coming down the pipe. Yeah, cool. WWE Hall of Famer, The Undertaker, is launching a podcast with the great name, Six Feet Under. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if they did a little check to see if that name was already taken. It feels like I've heard it before, but maybe more associated with the TV show. Yeah, well, it's going to feature The Undertaker sharing stories from his 30-plus years of being a professional wrestler both in and out of the ring. He will also give his viewpoints on various subjects. Uh, The first part... Seems fascinating because these these wrestlers have these incredible stories of what they put their bodies through, um, yeah. some things they've done. It's it's really really interesting. Fair. This latter part, his viewpoints on various <laughs> subjects, I want to know, but I uh, wincing as I think of him imagining the Undertaker being incredibly pilled, maybe in one direction or the other of politics. But let's see. Yeah. Well, I wonder if we're going to have some you know appearances from Mia Khalifa sharing their views on overall sort of geopolitics or anything like that but look i'm sure you know we're probably just uh making a few assumptions here about the sort of topics that that the undertaker is into no doubt he's got a a wide uh array of of views across a a number of different subjects but at any rate i think there's probably a pretty hectic audience that's going to come along with this i'm down wrestling fans are absolutely dedicated to the to the show and to the stars and the people they love and the undertaker was by all accounts a very popular person back in the day Yes, very much so. So I wonder if there's going to be some good guests and things like that coming through from his uh, the relationships that he's built inside the ring and outside the ring. And in massive news, well, we've got to mention it, on October 26th, Serial will debut The Kids of Rutherford County, a new investigative podcast that examines how a juvenile court in Tennessee abused its power. Yeah, so look, anything that's associated with the Serial name obviously is worth giving a little bit of a listen and no doubt anyone who listens to this has probably heard the serial original podcasts the touchstone really of, of when people got into to podcasting it's it's one of the most popular shows of all time so they've had a couple of seasons since with you know varying results i think uh I, I haven't really stuck around with a lot of their, their subsequent shows. How about you? This isn't content that appeals to me anymore. It was revolutionary at the time. Yeah. The Adnan Syed case was incredible. I'm sure it's this brilliant podcast, um, and I can't people to go listen to it, but it's not the kind of stuff that uh, floats my boat these days. Yeah, well, look, I might give it one or two eps and see how it goes, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll save you the, the time, Stocks. All right, well, look, once you've had a listen to Serial, um, let's talk about it. Uh, let's get out of here. Good to see you again, Stocks. See you again next week, mate. Always a pleasure. And thanks, Mandy, for pulling these things together. Yep, I'm going to go see what this fast TV stuff's all about. Bye. Bye. Bye.